just a friendly reminder that if you wish to donate to the ministries of this podcast or to the local church in which I serve, you may send any donations to 563 East Main Street in Philadelphia, Mississippi, 39350, care of Henry's Chapel, UMC. So this week we will continue with the season of Advent and our and our journey through the Psalms, our journey to the birth of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as we prepare for the coming of the Christ child. Last week we talked about about hope and that that hope that this too shall pass, that um seeing what is to come, the hope of what is to come even in spite of current circumstances. But this week, we look at the concept of peace. How it is that amidst the storm and the chaos, we may, in the here and now, find peace. And as we look at that, we will turn to Psalm 46. Psalm 46 And in Psalm 46, we hear these words. It says, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved, and God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The the earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. So in this psalm, we we hear the psalmist finding peace and rest for their soul. And and they find this by by placing their soul and seeking this peace through God. In the midst of the commotion that we hear described, He sees God as an ever-present help in these times of trouble. Amidst the trouble, we hear him depict uh, a great earthquake and disasters of the mountains and the seas. And if we really think about it, we may not be able to relate, but we can think about this as a representation of the storms in which we often find ourselves in our own lives. When life seems to be spinning out of control around us, when the world around us seems to be crumbling, everything that we have known and clung to seems to be falling apart, this could be that season of disorientation that we talked about last week, that time of confusion and upheaval where we find ourselves asking, where are you, O God, that moment when we seek hope? 
But in the middle of the turmoil, the scene shifts to a river that flows in the midst of the city of God. An image of refreshment, of life, of peace. An image that reminds us of the 23rd Psalm and that still water that he guides us by. And it reminds us of the provisions in which God provides for us. The promises that we looked at last week, and and it points to the reality that though outside of the city of God, everything may be in an uproar, that God is in the midst of the city. That though around the walls, everything may be falling apart, inside God is still on the throne. And what does this tell us about our own internal peace? What does this tell us about our peace? While while we can certainly relate to the storms that are raging outside as we look at our own world and what is currently going on, and we see the soaring numbers of COVID, we see the fact that there are no hospital beds, we hear of those that are sick and dying, we see the economic disparities within our world, we hear about those that do not have enough food to eat to sustain themselves. We hear about how hate has filled our world. We hear the storms that are going on. We also know that for many of us, we're fighting internal storms. Those storms that have surpassed our walls and are flooding our own cities. Those storms of fear, of anxiety, of hate, of worry, that have cast out any sense of peace that we did have. And I know this to be true because this is where I've been before, and I find myself certain times even now, those moments where we, I cannot sleep, the, where my mind is racing, where I'm unable to, quote-unquote, turn it off because I'm filled with that anxiety or that fear of what is going on and what that may mean to me and how that may affect my, those that, in which I care for. I, 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 come, I become overwhelmed by what I should be doing and what I could be doing. And my peace is disturbed by anxiety and fear and worry. Last week, we talked about hope. And hope is a big key to having peace in our lives. And this is why it is mentioned first. Oh God, I put my hope in that you will be who you are. But I still feel anxious about what tomorrow may bring. Fearful of the virus, saddened by holidays, birthdays, and times missed. And though I entrust my future to God, though I, though I place my hope in God, this discord and disharmony conflict is my present issue. Though my hope is placed, my current reality is at unrest. And where can I find peace amidst the storm, O oh God? While I trust my future to you, what about the present? And the question arises, what is my central focus? Uh, Oftentimes, I find myself focusing on the storm, and the negativity becomes the center of my life. 
But what if we find ourselves in the city? What we find out about this city is the same thing that we need to make true about our own lives, and that is that God is amidst the city. God is in the center of the city, and God longs to be the center of our lives. And this is the struggle, isn't it? In the here and now, when we have the uproar going on outside of our walls and we try to quiet the, the upheaval that is going on within our world, I find myself seeking to please the world and lose sight and focus of what centers me. I, I, I hear the call to be and to do and try to do things that the world will say, well done. And I lose sight of the fact that the, throne, that the throne of my life is no longer filled by God, but by acceptance of man and woman, by, by fulfilling the world's call to succeed. I find myself no longer being the person God created me to be, but trying to be who everyone else thinks that I should be. And therefore, I'm not even sitting on the throne of my own life, but other I'm allowing other people to sit on the throne of my life and society to sit on the throne of my life to dictate who I have become and who I am becoming. And I lose sight of that which centers me amidst the storm. That hope that we talked about that anchors us. And this has brought me to a reality in my own life that I hope you may hear today. For me, the reason that I could not find peace in my life was because there was a war within me over which God I would serve a little G God or a big G God. And I couldn't be at peace until I submitted to serve the one that my soul was created to serve. You see, I was not at peace. I was off kilter because I was not being authentic to self, but I was too busy trying to serve everything else. And we often find ourselves here pledging allegiance to other and not to God. We find ourselves pledging allegiance to our leaders, to our friends, to our family, and to this world. Finding ourselves seeking to follow their lead. We're seeking to be who they desire us to be. And none of this is possible because it is not who we are intended and created to be. But the external conflict calls us to act in ways that are not natural. The ways that are not based and rooted and centered in love, mercy, grace, and unity. The psalmist calls us at that moment of realization and says, if you want to be at peace, you must steal yourself. In verse 10 of, chapter, of Psalm 46, it says, Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. This is the call to peace. As we still ourselves in the silence. But it's so hard in our world to silence the cries and disharmony of the world. And to realize that in spite of all the chaos around and within, the one who is with us is God 
God's self. And that God commands us to be still because it is in the quiet that God can speak to us. And so often we cannot hear God's call and God's desire and we do not feel God's peace because we are surrounded by the noise of this world. And we're afraid of the silence where we find ourselves always with something, some sort of background noise. If you're like me, you walk into the house, you turn on the TV, you get in the car, you turn on the radio and you refuse to sit in silence because you're afraid of what may happen in the silence. We're afraid of what may be said in the silence of the vision that we may be given in the silence, of the truth that God may speak into our lives in the silence. The ultimate source of peace in this troubled world is a clear vision of who God is and the faith that he is completely in charge of our lives. Outside life may be full of confusion, but in the but in God's presence, in the city of God, in his hiding place, in the shelter of the most high, there is peace, there is rest for us. So are you seeking peace? Maybe we would do well to heed the call to be still. And to be silent. To rest from the hustle and bustle of trying to be and to be and just be. I, I remember growing up and, and in middle school I would go to youth group and there was a praise and worship song. And if I could remember who sang it or even who wrote it, I would give credit, but I cannot. And it simply says, when I cannot feel and when my wounds won't heal, Lord, I humbly kneel hidden in you. Lord, you are my life, so I don't mind to die just as long as I am hidden in you. And this is the chorus. It says, if I could just sit with you a while, you could just hold me and nothing could touch me though I'm wounded, though I've died. If I could just sit with you a while, I'd need you to hold me moment by moment until forever passes by. I don't want us to lose sight of this idea of finding peace is not a call to go and do, but it is a call to center self on God and who God created you and desires you to be and to be that. You see, I think our, our, our lack of peace in our world has become because we are so filled with a, a battle with who the different gods that we are striving to be like and to serve. We are at war within self and without of self because we are striving too hard to be something that we're not created to be. And it's in those, and it's at, and everything is at war. And this is why we do not feel peace. When we find peace is when we are who we are created to be and who we are called to be. So you may be in the middle of a storm and confusion, but my hope is that we can reach the river and the streams, that we may realize that where God is, there is peace. And if we could just stop and be still, we would realize that God has power and can handle anything. 
then we know that we can have peace in that situation. If we know who God is and what God can do, we are assured that he is in control of everything and we no longer have to wage war within ourselves over which God to serve because we know that there is only one true God. And so my hope is that we can may find peace by allowing God to take God's rightful seat on the throne of our lives and of God's creation and that we may center ourselves saying, God, who is it that you are calling and have created me to be in the here and the now. Those storms may rage. God, give me the strength to be the person you call me to be because that, in that stillness and in that place, as I listen to your call, is where I may find peace. It is my hope and my desire that we may, as God's people, let our prayer be as we seek peace that only God can give. O oh Lord, through the storms and the battles, rage without and within, we come to you asking to just sit with you a while, that you would just hold us, and that nothing could touch us, O oh God, that we may know your peace and sit in your peace moment by moment until forever passes by. Amen and amen.